Hey guys, welcome back to the Soccer Report Podcast. This is our final episode of the MLS season. We're going to continue on. But of the MLS season, the season just wrapped up last week. It was Toronto FC versus the Seattle Sounders. We're going to break it down for you, play by play. We're going to make the calls, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And it's all right here. And thanks to our sponsors, Cataldi Fresh Market, two locations, one in Woodbridge, another in Toronto at Lawrence and Kiel. Check out Cataldi, the best pastries anywhere in the city. I guarantee it. And also visit my buddy Louie at Nine Round Kickboxing, two locations, one in Vaughan, right across from Vaughan Mills Mall, and another one in Maple, right next to the Walmart. So check him out. Serious workouts, people. Get your workout in now, pre-Christmas, because you know you're going to be gaining weight. So burn five or 10 pounds now before you go see Louie, okay? And then go check him out. Anyways, guys, we've got an amazing show. As usual, we got my co-host, Dante and Nico. Guys, <laughs> let's break it down. TFC loses three to one in the final. I think you and I called it. We were a little bit off on the score, right? Two to yeah. one, but three to one, yeah. pretty similar. At the end of the day, they didn't have what it takes. I've been calling it all year. I said it every playoff game that they were lucky and that they were going to lose. And you know what? Vanny proved his worth, and his worth is nothing. They should get rid of him. That's my opinion. He screwed it up for them. The team actually played well. I think at the end of the day, they could have won that game, even though they were in Seattle with tens of thousands of people uh, jeering them. But... They played well. Coaching mistakes is what caused them the game. 110%. Let's break it down. Nico, what do you think? They did play well. I mean, the first half, arguably, we were the better team. Uh, the second half, they just capitalized on their chances. They got lucky on the first goal with the deflection. I mean, the next goal is, you know, is a little bit of a backline issue going on there. I don't know what happened with our defense. That was yeah. so solid throughout yeah, the regular season yeah. on that second and third goal. But, you know... At the end of the day, it wasn't their time to win. I mean, it sucks. I think it was their time to win. I think the coach screwed it up. If you would have put Altidore on, started the second half, it would yeah, have made a difference. A I honest to God believe that. And Richie Larea, a guy who's proven himself, coming on in the second half, you know what? It's time for these guys to shine, and they would have. Why not put Altidore on for the whole second half? Tell me. Even not the whole second half. As soon as the first goals they score, That's right. as soon as that goal's in, by the time the ball's at the center, Altidore should have been on the line ready to come in. They Agreed. waited, I think it was 12 or 13 minutes after the first goal to bring Altidore in. So, so why? Why wait? I don't Tell know. Tell me why. I don't if know. You, if you're going to play him, they were saying it's a miracle if he plays. A so the miracle happened. He's ready to play. Put him on. If he gets hurt, it's the end of the season. What's the difference? He's got time to heal. He scored too. Like, and he scored and a beautiful goal. It just yeah. it shows you what how valuable that guy is to TFC's offense. And yet he's sitting there on the bench. Final game, every second counts, the guy's sitting there. Makes no sense to me. What do you think, Dante? I gotta agree with Toe here. I mean it's it's very difficult to watch as a TFC fan considering how amazing our run was. And uh, man oh man, especially those goals yeah, after listen. they they just they were heartbreaking. After the first goal I don't know why they got, for some reason it changed everything. Like, we were down in the other games as well, Atlanta, but we didn't have that same mentality. Right. You know what I mean? Right. That, oh shit, you know, we're in we're in trouble, right? It's like... And I do think there were some issues that they might have been yeah. hiding. Like they said, Bradley was playing hurt, essentially. They never mentioned that. But yeah. you know what? He was playing hurt. Didn't look like himself. He got a knock in the middle of the game. He got a knock, yeah, did, and that probably did. added to it. Um, there was a bunch of things going against them, you know, and the crowd in there. Like you gotta admit, that is an amazing atmosphere to amazing. play in. Amazing, 
amazing. Atmosphere's the atmosphere there was fantastic. Even the TFC support that was able there for us was great. Right. But yeah, I mean, right. at the same time, they played the week before in Atlanta, which held more people than Seattle. Absolutely. It's just as crazy yeah. of an atmosphere, and we still took it to them there. So I can't credit the atmosphere to being the difference because TFC has shown they can yeah. play in that atmosphere. And I agree with you 110%. And because of that, I'm going to tell you they were lucky in each and every <laughs> playoff game. They were lucky to be in that final, and that's, at the end of the day, why they ended up losing, because they got through on luck. Let's, let's run it back, right? You, you look at our playoff games, you don't have a solid striker playing right. in the games. Look at the goals we scored. DC, one goal all game. Yes, we popped in four, five, in, four the, in, five, the, yeah. in the extra right. time, but let's take before that extra time, one goal all that's game. Right. New York, a penalty kick goal, and then a goal that was gifted to us yeah. by a bad back pass that's that was right. put on Paul's way foot. That's Atlanta. Right. Benazette's goal in a turf field that never would go in on a real field. Absolutely. You got a lucky bounce, and then Deleon, Atlanta just stopped playing defense. Again, we're getting goals that aren't expected goals. And Westbrook standing on his head each and every yeah. single exactly. game. We're getting expected unexpected goals in these games. No one's actually hitting a nice, nice strike in. Like it's not, yeah. it's not a striker's goal. Like there's no goals that are no, like, oh yeah, that's going to go. They're all surprising goals. Altador's I mean, goal yeah, was the, the only header. real yeah. credible uh, header in the whole playoff run. All the other goals were great goals, but they're what you call unexpected goals. They're not expected goals in that ratio Absolutely. if you look at advanced Absolutely. stats. Because they're goals that they just took the shot, and you know what? It went in. They're beautiful goals. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to take anything away from them. But they're not your typical okay. goals you see in a game. So let's call a spade a spade. Whose fault is it that they lost the final? Whose fault is it? If you have to pin it on one person, <laughs> on one person, whose fault is it? So we know. I think we know your yeah, answer. We know, we what know, do you we, think? We know what your do you answer. Think? What do you think? I think everybody knows. <laughs> but I want to hear it from you. Honestly, tell me, Nico, who's five? You have to pin it. Just the final game. <laughs> Forget about the playoff run. Tell me the final game. If there is one person to blame, who would you blame it on? You gotta blame someone. You gotta blame the coach because what? Thank what, you. No, really. Or you can. Thank I mean, you. you. can blame Justin Morrow for having the nah, ball bounce gonna, off listen, him for the nah, first that's, goal. But you, no, that's I agree. random. I agree. That's you, random. Got, you got. You got to blame the coach. His poor, tactics weren't up to that's par. That's right. You got it. Poor strategy. Poor coaching uh, strategy. Tactics were definitely not up to par. At the end of the day, I think putting on Altador earlier would have made a world of difference. That was the one thing that he needed to do, and he didn't do it. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what as well, guys. Uh, our midfield yeah. did not show up in the second half. And we just got completely outrun, out-hustled, out-everything, out-worked. Why is right? that? Why is that? Well, what do you think I happened? I mean, part of it, obviously, is that Bradley injury, but it's still not enough. Like, I needed more from Osorio that game. Fanny had to sub him out because... And it, he just wasn't flowing in that game. He was losing every ball, and he was just—it it wasn't a sorio. Yeah, well, and, you know what? It's just—it's just that midfield. It needed to be better, man. It needs to be better. We, we control the game more. Why does he get subbed out of every game in the 65th I, I minute? I don't understand. That's that a great either. question. Considering he scored the goal in the game with Atlanta, and he plays he's good. Well. He's good on his feet. He's good with the ball. Yeah. He's good at delivering yeah, balls. Why in. is that? Why doesn't he play a full game ever? I have no idea. Listen, there's a lot of things we can question. Like, why does Delgado get so much playing time? <laughs> We've asked that this entire season. So there are a lot of questions. I'd love to have Banny on. A lot of people said to me, you know what, Toe, you're full of shit. You would never say that to us. I would say that to his face right now, anytime, anywhere, if he's got the guts to come here and face me and tell me why. I just want an explanation. We can have a nice, civil, calm conversation. I want to know why he made the decisions he made and why he didn't put Altador in for the entire second half. Because as a coach, that's exactly what I would have done. It's a final game. You've got nothing to lose. At the end of the day, if he gets hurt, He's going to recuperate. It's the end of the season. Yeah. No difference there. 
So these are the questions and, and I love to ask. don't tell us that, oh, you know what, he could only play 20 minutes. If you can play it's, 20 minutes, you can play 45 absolutely, minutes. Give me a break. Absolutely. Listen, we, we know yeah. how, how pro sports works. You know, he got a shot of cortisone. He got what he needed to get him through at least 30, 40, 45 minutes. He got what he needed. And at the end of the day, they knew, hey, there's a chance he's going to get hurt again. But it's the MLS Cup. It's the final. Yeah. It would have made Bradley $6 bucks. He's not getting that anymore. I mean, not uh, anymore. Yeah. I mean, so if you want to, if you want to switch course, I mean, I feel like we've we've gone through that Must Cup final. I really don't want to relive that anymore. I mean, that yeah. was a terrible Sunday. But now yeah. let's, let's switch a little bit of course. You talk about Michael Bradley. Yeah. What's going to happen with him? I mean, going off their media day, their final day before they cleared out their lockers and everything, it seems like they're moving close to a contract for him. Yeah. Right. It's not going to be well, big they, money. Obviously, they, they said they said they am. Uh, TAM or DP, it's not going to be a designated right. player contract. Right. It's going to be not. a TAM contract, which would be great if he takes that. Yeah. My worry is does someone splash a big contract his way right. and lure him out? Right. Because he said he he considers himself like his kids are Canadian. Like yeah. he says he considers yeah, he loves it. Here. He loves it here. And I think captain, guys. He'd be He's a great captain. mentor, guys. He would be a yeah. great mentor for the great young mentor. kids. And I think ultimately you'd like to see him front as part of the coaching staff. Front, front office. Yeah. Got it. I definitely agree. I'd love to see Bradley back uh, next season. Obviously in, a, in an adapted role, but here in the city. But, I think it, would be but great. is a big money move enough to pull him away, you think? If he is an honest, truthful person and he believes his kids are Canadian and he loves the city and he wants to raise yeah. his family here because it's safe and clean, et cetera, et cetera, then he'll be here next year. It won't be about the money. He's made his money. He's, made his right? money. He's got millions of dollars. Yeah. He doesn't really need the money. At the end of the day, if he loves the city, he'll be here. Yeah, or he true. goes with his dad. I mean, that's well. LA, LA is another option, but well, then yeah. they can't pay him. Right? No, they, they they can't be one of the teams that pay him because exactly. they already have their DPS. Like they exactly. can't, Bella. they can't yeah, with pay Bella him. There. So they could exactly. only give him a TAM deal like us. I don't know if he would leave just for the same money. I think if the money's the same, he's a hundred percent here next I, year. Agreed. 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 So hopefully we see Bradley back. I would like to see him because I think he is a great leader. At the end of that's the day, he's going to mentor these young players. That's what we need. I think he'd be great in the front office, like you said. So let's have some vision and some forward uh, uh, thinking, and let's keep him here, guys. I think yep. that's a great move. So MLSE, if you're listening, keep Bradley here. That'll be a good move for you guys yep. no, and I, the city. hundred percent. We've talked about it too on this show that we think he's overpaid as a designated player. Not, not, that's not a knock on him. Right. That's a knock on the MLS only allowing you to pay three players that much money. That's right. And you can't that's pay a defensive right. midfielder that much money. You need that money to go to people scoring goals because when you don't score goals, you don't win games. Right. Look at Toronto I, FC as proof of that. Yeah, proof of not, that. I still don't like that rule, to be honest. It's a ridiculous but, rule. It's, completely it's a ridiculous, ridiculous rule. Any chance we see a guy like Jovinko come back, they need a goal scorer. They need a they goal need scorer. A goal Big scorer. Time. They need Big a time. That's what they need to go after. If, if, when Bradley gets re-signed as a TAM player, they open up a DP spot. Nothing tells me they won't go after a player because they they spend the money. They oh, show yeah. they're willing to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I think they have to go after either a striker or someone who can play striker or winger. Agreed. they got to go out one of the two because they need someone to put in goals. Yeah, for sure. If they could get someone in their prime when Jovinko came here, that's what I'm looking for. I'm yeah. not looking for somebody that's 35, 36. I want somebody that's 27, 28. I want somebody that's going to get the job done and smash goals and link up with Pozuelo because we've been missing that the well, whole and season. Matchup, and someone that also like helps Altador as well. Yeah. Like someone of the similar ilk of Giovinco who yeah. played well with Altador and could play well with Pozuelo. Because Altador is still here next year. we got to yeah, remember that, right. right? So we need someone who can play alongside him yeah. as well as Giovinco did as well. Pozuelo and Altador at the beginning of the season, they were well too together. Yeah, absolutely. Right? So if, another striker, if another striker comes in like that, they can play well together. I'm, I'm excited but for next year. I think year. they need that other guy. They and, need, and they need a striker. The, the they need a real pure play, striker, a goal scorer. Two center backs they just put on Altador and then that's it. Okay. 
Yeah. Well, Pozuelo's just going to do his thing, but he doesn't have that creativity. No. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Agreed. But, but like you're saying, Giovinco, I don't know if he's the right guy no, to bring I don't, I don't I think, think so. I don't think I he think, will be back. Yeah. That's his time. Um, his time's done. I think his time is done. But I think there's other yeah. players that they can bring back, even for a year or two. Like, I'd like to see a guy like a Carlos Tevez come back and, and, and be, play in Toronto. Can you imagine him? I then. bet you he comes here. He makes a big, massive impression. Uh, he went back to Boca Juniors. Nothing really happened after the Chinese stint. Yeah. But I think a guy like that here would cause some damage. You bring a guy like, I think he's like 36, 37 years old. You bring him here for a year or two, and, and you will see. He will make an impact in this or, league. Or I really believe that. Even a guy like, I mean... If Cavani's wanting to go to Miami or LA, well, yeah, I think that's in the in the works. What, what about another Uruguay? And how about Luis Suarez? There you go. Exactly. I, I would Let's love bring him that on. guy. I know, bring him on. I know, as an Italian, when he bit uh, Chiellini like this, that was a little weird. But <laughs> listen, I mean, weird is weird. But the guy can score goals. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bring him in. I don't hold any ill uh, feelings <laughs> for biting. Uh, at the end of the day, you know what? Everyone has lapses in their their conduct. That was one of his. But I forgive him for it, especially if he comes to Toronto FC. <laughs> that would be. Okay, we'll, 100%. We'll throw a wow. big Italian party, a welcome party for him. We'll have <laughs> wine, pasta, everything for him. So if he's listening, come on over to TO. Um, guys, let's talk about the protected list. Protected list, yeah. So, let's talk to it so, a little. So, you know, the expansion draft's coming up on Tuesday. you got two new teams coming in next year with Inter-Miami and Nashville. Right. Yeah. Um, which means they get to pick five players out of a pool of players that get unprotected from all the other MLS teams. So Toronto released the list of players who are unprotected. Now, you've got your names out there, like your Caleb Patterson, Sewell, Ryan Telford, players that are nice young guys, but you obviously they're not going to get protected. But then you got names that might surprise you, like Justin Morrow, Subasa Endo, who had a great end he of the did. season. A, I mean, yeah. listen, I was, um, I was so saying, up from TFC I was saying, like, got play Gallardo over him, but he did play well at the, se- at the end well, of the season. Yeah. So Endo's not protected. Justin yeah. Morrow's not protected. Nicholas Benazet is not protected. Yeah, that, yeah that's, a, wow. that's an interesting he was our, one. He was one of our big name TAM wow. signings on, last year. He, right, but he's on a leave, right? He's on a, so, he's on a loan with yeah. a five hundred thousand dollar option to right. buy, and I'm assuming they're hoping these teams aren't going to pay that money for him. So let's leave him unprotected. No one's going to pick him up right. anyways. Right. Whether TFC still re-signs him is a big question too. We yeah. don't know. Yeah. Um, but the, the real question here is, will one of our guys get picked? Now, only one can get picked. So if Inter-Miami chooses one, Nashville can't choose one as well. Only one's going to go. You guys think anyone's going to get picked? I mean, five players out of every single team are offering up a list of players. And there's some good guys on you that list. Justin Morrow, right? Justin, I, uh, if I had to pick someone who's going, I think, it's if, I think Justin Morrow's gone. And I don't and think it's to Miami. Possibly Endo, though, too. I think it's to Nashville. Nashville. I, think it's I, think, Nashville. I think Endo, too, man. Listen, he had a great... He came from like, TFC, too. Had an amazing uh, goals, season like, when he came up to the first huge. team. Made a real impact. I think, you know, he's had some personal issues, and that could off-field be one of the issues. reasons. Off-field yeah, the issues. Off-field issues um, yeah. But, you know what? On the field, he did well. He did really I well, agree. I gotta say. Yep. Yeah, but I don't think he's a... He's not the type of player a team is gonna use one of five picks on. Like, I was right. looking at Chicago. Chicago put out Nikolic, uh, Nicholas Gaitan on that list as yeah, well. Like, there's a lot of big names on players, these teams yeah. that players can pick, and to me, Justin Morrow is still one of the best fullbacks in the league. Right. You have a I chance agree. to get a player like Justin Morrow, you get him. Yeah. So honestly, I'm very worried. I hope they decide not to go after him and we can keep Morrow and, and get him back here next year. But I, I wouldn't be surprised. You, if they, honestly, they're stupid if they don't take him. Do you think? Do you think TFC is trying to move with Aura on the left and Larea on the right, or vice versa? Like, what do you guys think? Well, they're gonna have to pay Larea, right? That's right. Yeah, so they I better. mean, they and I'm pretty sure man. Moro has either a contract as a contract option next year, so they might have to pick up and again. So he's gonna get paid too, right? That's another. That's more money out the door. So. If you're figuring we're going to pay Larea, we're going to have Auro, maybe let's let Moro walk. 
I don't know, but yeah. I don't know if it's a good idea. I don't think so either. I don't know, but yeah, Inter Miami, I'm thinking we're good because I think with the whole Jay Chapman for hundred thousand dollars, there's a hush hush. Okay, now you don't pick anyone from our <laughs> right. team in the expansion. They do it all the time. Yeah. They did it. They did it with Rama Simon in Montreal with LAFC. Like they do sure. all the time. They trade players and do something with a hush hush. You don't take anyone else in the expansion draft. But Nashville, they yeah, don't we'll go after. If, they, if do. they don't go after Morrow, I think they're already at a bad start. Uh, Okay, we're going to see. I think you're right about Justin Morrow. Probably gets picked up. Nashville, where he's probably headed. We'll see. Guys, uh, some breaking news. You broke it, Dante. Uh, Montreal, new coach. Speak to that a little bit. Yeah, Montreal has a new coach, guys. And his uh, he's one of the best strikers to ever play this game. Terry Henry, and my goodness. My goodness. That is a, a that is big a, name yeah, signing. The, the leadership under Terry Henry with Montreal, I... I and, and not only that, he played with Boyan, who's a striker now on right. Montreal, right? So uh, I could see this team being very dangerous next year. Yeah, it's going to be very, very interesting. Fantastic news for Montreal because at the end of the day, Montreal does have a very good soccer culture. Yeah. But now you bring a world-class former player uh, like Henri to a city like Montreal, this completely changes things, oh, I think, yeah. for the city, right? Yeah. And it, it really puts him on the map now. And he, he's an icon. He's an icon. Oh, I think he is an icon. I'm still below, mad about the MLS Cup the final man. that Toronto had back in 2011, where if New York and Galaxy won in the semifinals, it was going to be Thierry Henry versus Beckham. Instead, right. we got Colorado-Dallas at the field in that joke of a match. Right. So, no, you guys are right. Like, it's a big signing. However... I think the biggest reason it's good for Montreal is because they're a crap team and they just signed a crap coach. He's a great player. Yeah. But what, look at Monaco. You make a great point. Look at Monaco. They almost were relegated when he took over and they were the second best team in Listen, France. being a great player doesn't always translate to being a great coach. We saw with Diego Maradona when he took over for Argentina's Argentina. the national team coach. We see it in other True. sports, like when Wayne Gretzky True. tried to, <laughs> to coach the Coyotes. Like It doesn't always mean that... Being a fantastic, world-class player translates to being a world-class coach. So I agree with no, you. He's, he's, he's not a good coach. He, everywhere he's gone so far, he's not been successful. He wasn't even a candidate for the Montreal job. He called them and wow. said, hey, listen. <laughs> and like, had yeah, this Because apparently the story is they had one guy on their radar they were going to pursue, and then they got a call from Thierry Henry's people saying, hey, listen, what do you think about this coming? And they thought, it's great. Listen, if they put great assistant coaches there, it's that, a good move because thinking. Henri has has a um, has a big network Brand of people he knows that he could yes. bring in. He could talk to guys now and say, "Hey, come play for me in Montreal. That's Listen, right. come to Canada. Right. You'll play Montreal. a bunch of French guys. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if you start seeing a lot of guys that were big in France come over yeah. here now. Frank Ribery, maybe. Like, yeah, you absolutely. Never know. That, that would be crazy. The recruitment's going to be incredible, and and that's why I think that's a phenomenal signing because it's not necessarily obviously the coaching's involved, but. The players that he could bring, same with Beckham yeah. in Miami. The players that they can bring are far superior but than the Beckham's other teams. Beckham's not the coach. Right. Is the difference right. there for me? But it doesn't matter. But I think well, a guy like coaching, players, coaching does matter. Look at TFC this okay, year. It definitely agree, matters. But they're going to get players matters. that are going to be high caliber and they're going to be a top. Yeah, he's going to be a draw for quality players. He's a draw. Exactly. That's the key. But he's he going to draw them in. He may not be able to coach, but you know what? He's going to have assistant coaches yeah. and people telling him what he needs to do. At the end of the day, he's the draw. It's great for marketing the club. Absolutely. Puts the club on the map, the world map. Which is what Montreal needed. And that's because what Montreal they've, they've done nothing ever since they've come yeah. into this Agreed. league. They're a trash team. Agreed. Yeah, their, their focus isn't there, and their ownership's focused on Serie A. 
Uh, they own Bologna, so that's where all their energy Saputo, is. Yeah. Saputo's putting all their energy into their Serie A team and really have neglected Montreal, unfortunately. So we'll see what happens next year with Henri and Montreal. There's a, there's a rumor, too, speaking of Bologna, maybe Zlatan might go there. Yes, there's Who, been a lot knows? of rumors, right? He was talking about <laughs> Monopoly, then Spain. Yeah. You know what? At the end of the day, he's a masterful marketing machine. Yeah. Like, he gets people talking. He gets the media on board. I love that guy. I think he's he's a player you love to hate, but you know what? He's a mastermind. He's, he's a, a mastermind. He, he is one of the best marketing players. He's got one Absolutely. of the best brands in soccer Fantastic. history. Because really, he, he doesn't do much. Absolutely. Like, he I mean, need he's, got, he's got his picture of him. I conquered MLS. What's next? Right. What did he conquer? Didn't win an MLS Cup. You got it. Never won the goals title for a year. Right. Never won an MVP. Never won anything. What did he conquer? Yeah. He conquered coming in fifth in the West? Like, I don't know. And talks in third party. But listen, party. He, is a great, he is a great player. Don't he knows how to talk trash. He knows how to talk trash, and he builds his brand. And you know what? Something anyone. interesting. You know, he gets to go to L.A. and talk all that trash, and nobody says a thing. The media laughs with him. I just want to bring a, a comparison with what happened with Don Cherry. Don Cherry makes a comment, and you know, he's known for trash talk, and everyone's all over him. Why isn't the media all over a guy like Abramovich? And he makes yeah. offside comments all the time. Why isn't the media not all over him? Uh, I'd say if Don Cherry made those same comments in LA, they wouldn't care either. Because soccer down there and hockey down there, no one cares about. Here, hockey's a big deal. What he says was on the news all day. People had to make a change. That's why. It's what you're popular. If, if I'm... Uh, Shaquille O'Neal or Charles Barkley makes a comment like that. And they on do. NBA. Barkley makes every kind of comment under the sun. Yeah. 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 yeah no, I mean, terrible, if, if you actually go through and you actually, because I mean, here's the thing, right? These days, you know, everyone's offended by everything. Right. You know, your job relies are we on you sensitive? being sensitive. Are we, are we overly sensitive? hundred percent. We're overly sensitive, but that's the landscape we live in now. And so either you adapt to it or you get kicked out. Is that sports in general or is yes. it just us as Canadians being overly sensitive? I think it's us as a human society that's the way. The states is the same way too when you're that, unless you're the president of course. Right, he's he gets just, away with he anything. He gets away with murder. He gets so away I mean, with anything. But, but, but that's because he doesn't have a boss. His right. boss only gets to kick him out every four years, right? right? If you have a boss and you make these comments, you're gonna have to subject yourself to the repercussions. Yep. You know what I'd love to see? I'd love to see Don Cherry as the host of Canada Soccer Night. Let's bring him on to soccer, Canada Soccer oh. Night. Let him come on for five minutes gonna hurt at, my at the intermission of every TFC game and just let him go wild. I would, I bet you the ratings will go through the roof. Oh, of course, he'll be bringing all the hockey people to watch Don Cherry. Whatever Don Cherry does next is going to be massively successful. What I want Don Cherry to do next is to come on this podcast. I reached out to him immediately after being fired. I tweeted him because the only social media handle he has is on Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. And I've been tweeting this guy constantly since then. He probably knows who I am now because he sees it and deletes <laughs> it every time. But I got to get a hold of him because I want him on here and we got to talk to this guy. I know it's a soccer show, but he's a sports brand. And that's what I want to discuss. The psyche, the marketing, and sports in general in Canada on a big stage. So I would love to see him, honestly, as a guest host, one intermission TFC game. Let's see if we can make it happen. So we got, we got to get him a suit with uh, soccer stuff. That's or, right. Or you got it. Something you got it. You, you open up a can of worms, though, with <laughs> hockey guys trying to talk soccer. Just look at James Duffy over at TSN doing three games for TSN. He, not that he's doing a bad job. He just doesn't know soccer. I don't want him to be a real analyst. I just want him to entertain for five minutes, which is what he's done for like 30 years. Yeah. He comes on. He bashes everyone. Does his five-minute spiel makes close to a million dollars and he's gone that's yeah. it at the same time too you're eight he's 85 years old like 
you know what, you're, you got fired. Who cares? You're absolutely. Years absolutely. Old. But you know what? He's still in demand. And I, I got to tell you, I posted something on at GTA Sportsbooks on Instagram, and it was whether or not uh, what Don Cherry uh, did was right and whether or not they should have fired him. The overwhelming response, and I had over 4,000 views on that, was no, he should not have been fired. And I had Americans DMing me saying, Don Cherry's our hero over here in Ohio. We love him. We are never watching Hockey Night in Canada again because he's not there. That was the response that we got. And I'm not saying what he said was right. I'm just saying we are a hypersensitive society. I think we do need to be sensitive to everyone. But hey, I'm an immigrant. And at the end of the day, I think most Canadians are immigrants unless you're an indigenous person. If you're not an indigenous person, then you are not native to Canada. So, you know, take it as it is. Take it with a grain of salt. At the end of the day, Don Cherry's a brand. It's an entertainment brand. Let's move on, Canada. There's greater and more important things to worry about in this country, like homelessness and, you know, poverty and a ton of other things that we should be paying attention to, and we're not, unfortunately. So let's get our priorities straight, Canada, and forget about Don Cherry and what he said, and let's focus on the real issues at hand. Yeah, you're right. I mean, per you. personally, I've never been a fan of his. Um, that's just me. I mean, uh, it's years and years of comments I've just heard that just kind of make me shake my head. But yep. again, so I mean, if he's just, brush he, it off. he says stuff all the time. He all says the time. stuff exactly like this all the time. Before. Now it's just the landscape we live in. Twitter, honestly, is one of the big... Media power, not not yeah. even social media, because Instagram and Facebook don't have the same power Twitter does in this whole cancel culture. Right. Yeah. They can go at someone, they can tweet, tweet, tweet. Everyone's offended by everything, and it's disgusting. Honestly, like I said, I'm not the biggest fan of the guy. I, I don't watch hockey that much anyway, so I'm not going to miss him. But, right. but you know what? It is the culture we live in now. And you know what? If I go to work, I can't say certain things. I understand that. He has even got the chance to apologize. He didn't, which I kind of respect. He stood right. his ground. He said what he wanted to say because he could have apologized, right. but he didn't. But you know what? He stood his ground. You got to face the consequences. Yeah. But it's the best yeah. thing for him. Like we said, whatever he does next is going to be super successful. Although I will have to say, and although I do like him, Ron McLean, they should have fired him too. Why does he get to stay and apologize? Tell me, why does he get to stay and apologize? He was nodding his head. He, he played the role of Mike Myers when Kanye West said George Bush doesn't care about black people in Hurricane Katrina. The guy that's just there and he's like, now I don't know what I do. Exactly. But by smiling and giving the thumbs up, he was he, he tweeted he out a whole apology. He put out a whole apology and that's to me why he kept his job. Uh, you know, he's an accessory to the crime. At the end of the day, he should have been gone too. If they really were really politically correct and want to be politically correct, wipe the slate clean, bring on a whole new staff. Uh, bring in two minority women and everybody would be happy. That's what I think they should do with Hockey Except Night Except for the Canada. viewers of actual Hockey Night in Canada. You're right. <laughs> You're right. Exactly. Although I'd watch if, if there were two women. I have no problem doing that. I love women, by the way. And I love my wife, too. Anyways, so here's what we got to do. We got to decide what are we going to do here moving forward in the future because the, the MLS has ended. I think what we're going to try and do is focus a little bit on Serie A, maybe yeah. on a little bit of, of Team Canada. Champions League. Why not Champions leave, League. Let's leave it up to the viewers. You guys, Great what idea. do you guys want to see? Let us know. Let us know on Instagram. Let us know on Twitter. Let us know anywhere you can reach us. Do you want to hear more Champions League, Serie A? Do you want to hear more EPL even? Yeah. Do whatever you guys want, let us know, and we'll try and tailor it to what you guys want to see. Absolutely. I think, guys, we've had an amazing season. I've had a lot of fun uh, co-hosting this with you guys. It's been fantastic. We want to continue, but we yeah. want to hear some feedback. So exactly what Nico said, reach out to us, let us know what you'd like to see, and we'll provide that. So with that being said, it sounds like we're wrapping up here. Now that it's done, the season's over, was TFC's season a success? 
Yeah, to some degree, obviously it was, because if you reach the MLS final, that's the pinnacle. But losing in the final, nothing hurts more than that. Nothing could sting more than being that close and letting it slip through your hands. And I, I'm telling you, I think the team played well the first half. And I thought, you know what, they there's did. a chance they're going to they win. Vanny screwed it up. That's the bottom line. I've been calling it since day one. <laughs> he ruined it for the team. The team played well. Bad coaching, second half. Altador should have been on at the start of the second half. That's who I would have put on. I think Larea proved himself. He should have been on. Vanny didn't respond to what was going on on the field correctly. The team loses because of him. I, I think it was a success. I'm going to have to disagree with Cole at this one. But um, No, no, I said it, it was just, a success in that they made it to the final. Yeah, but if but you don't win the final, ultimately second place doesn't get any recognition. I mean, I got to give Vanny credit for the, I for the ending of the season. Uh, Why? For what? Why? It was all luck. We Ten said game it. unbeaten streak to end the luck. season, but they only won four games. I Lucky know, bounces on turf. Considering that... Westbrook standing on his head the entire season. situation in June and July, yeah. I, I got to give him some credit. I'm, I'm going to go me. against both of you. <laughs> it's not a success because they didn't win an MLS Cup. They didn't That's, win the Canadian Championship, so there's right. no Champions League next year. Yeah. Really, what did they win? I mean, yes, the playoff run, as fun as it was, we, that should be expected of the team that's in the top three of spending in the MLS. That shouldn't be, oh, what a fun run. No, Absolutely. that should be expected. Absolutely. Having more home games in the playoffs should be expected. This Agreed. team did not succeed this season as far as my point of view. Of course, it was way better than last season because they made a great playoff run. It was so much fun, don't get me wrong. But at the outset, looking at this team, no trophies. Agreed. One home playoff game and nothing to show for Those are fantastic points. So does Vanny come back? Yes. Yes. Oh, 100%. Vanny's back? 100% yeah. Vanny's back. Bill Manning stays on as president? That, yeah, I'd say yes. And I say Ali Curtis stays on too. I mean, his pickups were okay. I don't think, I don't, don't expect much changes for next season. So you're right. It's a team that made it to the MLS Cup final. Yeah, I doubt they're going to be changing. Ali Curtis much. doesn't get that proper striker though. I'm on the bandwagon to say Curtis out. I mean, but you gotta look look at his pickups so far, man. Omar Gonzalez, oh, huge. That was a great Pozuelo, big. Like he's made some oh, good I, pickups. I, I if you're gonna blame anyone for their performance, it's Vanny. Like no, I, 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 agree. Back to time. I agree. But uh, that striker is key now. If he doesn't get that proper striker, I don't care about anything else. If we can't score goals, I mean, it's gonna be a tough season. You know what would have been crazy if they fired Vanny and Theon Henry came here. If Henry was here, that would have been crazy. That would have been breaking news. Absolutely. <laughs> Anyways, guys, thanks a lot for following us this season. Like Nico said, DM us, let us know, contact us. What is it that you'd like to see from the Soccer Report podcast? Let us know and we will bring it to you. We want to thank our sponsors this season, Cataldi Fresh Market and Louis from Nine Round Kickboxing and Fitness. Thank you so much, guys. We will see you again soon. we got some exciting stuff planned. Oh, yeah. We can't tell you about, but we're going to announce it soon. This podcast is going big time. And next year, you're going to see some amazing things that even I'm excited about. So follow us. Make sure you check us out on Instagram. Follow us on YouTube. We'll see you again soon. Thanks for following.